Welcome to the Behind the Bits podcast. Your host, Scott Curtis, wants to learn everything he can about stand-up comedy and take you along for the ride. Scott and his guests talk serious about comedy in every episode. Behind the Bits will uncover knowledge from different perspectives on subjects such as writing and performing stand-up comedy, as well as booking shows and the comedy life. If you're thinking about becoming a stand-up comic, already in the comic game, or a comedy nerd, Behind the Bits is the show for you. Now, let's get Behind the Bits. This episode of Behind the Bits is sponsored by Liquid Death Mountain Water. Ha ha ha, Liquid Death Mountain Water. Excuse me? Yes? Do you want to do this? What? Do you want to talk about Liquid Death? No, you go ahead. Thanks. Liquid Death is the best mountain water from the Alps you'll ever find in a can. Have you ever drunk water from a can? I suggest you try it. It's way better than plastic and it doesn't fuck up the turtles. They even donate 10% of their profits to clean up that plastic shit. It also makes you look like you're drinking a tall boy of one of those cool hipster beers everyone likes, and you won't get drunk and stupid. Well, I guess even Liquid Death can't fix stupid. You can get Liquid Death at 7-Eleven and Whole Foods, but if you're too lazy for that, go to liquiddeath.com and order two cases and get free shipping. While you're at it, use the promo code SCOTTCURTIS, all one word, to get two cool Liquid Death koozies. Check out Liquid Death on all the social media to get in on their cool contest and tag me in it while you're at it. I might send you a little something something. You said that better than I ever could. I know. Hey, BTB buddies. Thanks for listening to the show. I haven't talked to you for a while. I do want to say that this particular interview with Steve Davini was ridden with technical problems, including my mic plugged into the wrong jack, so I've got an extreme echo. Sorry about that. And I've got about enough time to record podcasts and put them out, so I don't have a whole lot more to add, but keep an eye out. I've got some good stuff coming up. Thanks for listening. I've got uh, Steve Devenny here, and uh, this is, this is going to be an interesting uh, show, not just because of the video hangups we were having, um, but I did absolutely no... Um, no checking out of you. Um, I, I didn't have time, so, so I know I know nothing about you except f- f- you're from uh, uh, Michigan and you've been at Ridley's Comedy Castle before, and uh, so so I need to get the whole story before we can get into anything. And uh, so l- let's just start from the beginning. Steve, who the hell are you? <laughs> Besides a really cool uh, Instagram guy that likes the same music I like. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Um, comedian, uh, playwright. Um, I've been doing comedy for about eight years now. Mm-hmm. I work at Mark Ridley's Comedy. Oh, I, I still got this zit cream on. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> that came up really, really bright on the... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And that's man. all right. I don't. I don't think our video is doing a whole. Well, yeah, it is coming through. Yeah. So we are just tiny little little video in my uh, thing. So nobody's gonna see it because your face is so small on this anyway. 
So weird. Uh, I've been at Ridley's now for going on, man, coming up to like uh, five years, I believe. Uh huh. Certainly doesn't seem like that, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. I love it. You know, uh, they're a great group of people. Um, probably, you know, couldn't ask for a nicer group to work with. Did you ever so, um, run into Jeff Dwoskin at Ridley's? Jeff Dwoskin. Um, is he a local Detroit guy? Yeah, he's. Um, uh, he doesn't do comedy much anymore, um, but uh, he. I mean, he he toured all over for a while, but okay. mostly regionally. Um, and Ridley's was one of his uh, haunts, but I don't know how long it's been since he's performed. Oh, uh, yeah, I cannot say that the name sounds familiar, yeah. so I, I wouldn't be able to say if I, if I know him or not, but um, I may have seen him. We have so many people that come in, drop in, and do a guest, and someone will be like, oh, man, that guy hasn't been here for, uh, you know, five, six, seven years or yeah. something. It's just, it is, you know? Yeah, so I, I, I should tell the story of how I found you, which is, I don't remember. I, it, the algorithms for all this Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all this stuff is so weird, but, you know, I happened upon one of your posts, and I, I don't remember. It was, I, I mean, you, you post a lot of really cool album covers, and you posted something of an album that I had and I liked it. So that puts you at the top of the algorithm. So I see just okay. about everything you post and I just keep liking it. So I won't lose you in the algorithm. Uh, and so I like that and I didn't even know you were a comedian. So I was just, I was just like, okay, this guy's cool. And I love the name employee of the month, you know, that's great. And, uh, <laughs> So, so sure. I thought that then I saw something posted about you doing comedy. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just have you on the podcast because I want to know the guy that likes my post and I like his post and try to figure this all out. <laughs> right, that's cool. Um, so, so, so you're into kind of like uh, like the punk rock, heavy metal type uh, music and stuff. I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, more um, more punk and metal when I was younger, um, and I still love it. I mean, I'll, I'll listen to the entire Judas Priest catalog like any time, um, and uh, the early Metallica stuff and the early Megadeth stuff and uh, Slayer and stuff like that. And punk, you know, I don't get super... Uh, I don't get super deep with punk, like uh, Dead Milkman I like, and... Um, like social distortion, but they're not real punk anymore, and 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 stuff like that. But yeah, I I like all that stuff. I liked uh, the LA punk scene with the Blasters and um, X and stuff like that too. Sure, sure, yeah. I was uh, God, what's that book? I was just reading that Legs McNeil book. Uh, I think we've got the Neutron Bomb or something, uh, which has been pretty cool. That's all all about mm -hmm. that. Uh, LA punk scene and stuff. That's pretty interesting stuff. Are you a musician as well, or are you just a fan like me? I'm just a huge fan. Um, I I was in several bands, like death metal bands and heavy metal bands. Um, 
back. I we haven't I haven't been in a band in at least ten years. But mm. um, when I was living in Lansing, I got really because I had just been a music fan my whole life, and I had never learned any instruments at all. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like just scream into this microphone, yeah. and then we we started a few shitty bands. But that's really as far when we didn't do like any touring or you know we hardly even played out but that's the extent of like bands being involved in outside of that no i'm just a, i'm just a big music fan all yeah. all around it's so for me it's i i tried to learn guitar when i was in my 40s and uh that didn't work um my guitar teacher was one of the best guitarists i know um and He's like, you know, as a uh, guitar player, you you might make a good drummer, and uh, so, so it was just too late. And uh, but I, I love being a fan, and and you know, I was a fan of comedy too. So I decided really late in life to try it, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's it's more of a hobby than anything, but I really I really enjoy doing it. So you obviously started a little bit later in life. If if you started eight years ago, you you're um, I mean you're not my age, but you must have started like in your thirties, right? Uh, I started on my thirty ninth birthday. Yeah, yeah. When I decided that I was going to do that. <laughs> so and, what uh, what brought you to that? Because I mean. And when you're older, it's it seems like the older you are, the harder it is to get up and do something. Yeah, you know, I um, I had a buddy who was um, he was always talking about comedy like all the time. That was like that that and music was his big things, but he was way more into comedy than me. And um, then it, I had been kind of like writing out bits for a few years prior to it mm-hmm. and uh was always like man you know what one of these days you know i'm gonna go out there and i'm and i'm gonna do this i'm gonna try this you know just to just to say i did it you know or just to kind of you know a bucket list type thing and uh yeah you know once i got up i was like wow this is fantastic i'm having a really good time up here and uh, I have no idea what the hell that just was. I did. I did. It. That that temple okay. thing was bugging me. Oh, no, <laughs> I had, that's, had to find uh, something a little bit more neutral. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, that was just kind of it. Um, you know, just, uh, yeah, really started much later in life. Like, uh, I am usually the oldest person when I uh, go out to any shows. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just... Yeah, everyone is so, I wish that I would have started, you know, in my 20s, but my life had a, a whole different direction. Yeah. Back then. yeah very uh, negative and very just self-destructive um, back then. So I didn't have uh, any desire to, I didn't even think I'd even be, you know, I was one of those people that didn't think they would be alive until before they hit their 30s and yeah. stuff. So yeah. Yeah, you thought 30 was old, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I remember that. It's like, man, I don't remember thinking 25, like, oh, it's all over from here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Years later, and I'm like, oh, shit, this didn't really work out that way. (laughs) So when you you did comedy the first time, did you just, like, get up in an open mic, or what did you do? 
Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I was, uh, it was in Lansing, um, where I found myself living and, uh, there was a local bar and I had seen that they had something on the marquee for a comedy night. And, uh, I was like, yeah, like I said, it was my birthday. And I remember I had a few drinks, few more than I should have had, (laughs) uh, you know, did all the classic mistakes, didn't hold the mic close enough. Yeah. And you know, was rambling, and it just—it was a—it was a, a nightmare as you could imagine. And then, uh, then I got off stage, and then it, it was the first time I had even been to an open mic. Mm. So I didn't know even, you know, I didn't know to sit down and kind of let people do their thing. Like I'm cheering them on and laughing, and everyone's yeah. like, "Shut up, shut up." I'm like, oh god, and that I was, I was completely mortified. And then I remember going back the next week and like apologizing profusely, and uh, they're like, no, oh, dude, it's it's okay. You don't have to get so dramatic. Like it's all right, dude. We understand. You've never done this before. You have no idea what you're doing. Just yeah, come back next time. It'll you know it'll be fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I went back, uh, but then I was more like just a participant or just uh, just watching. I didn't go up again. Mm-hmm. And um yeah and that, that that's that's it that's that's how that started so so when you when you finally got to the place where you felt when was it that you, you obviously kept at it so when did you get to that place where you thought hey i'm just gonna go ahead and do this now um you know, I think what it what it well what had happened is, like I went out and started you know going to going to as many places as I could, you know getting up as often as I could. I did still didn't know anybody at all, um, so I just you know you know I would know a few people's faces and then uh, then one night I had like a really bad time, um, and it really like set me like kind of like gave me the fear. And then I was finding I was finding it harder and harder to get up, you know, like you know, just wouldn't allow me. I was just embarrassed, and I didn't think I was good enough. All of those, you know, classic things that your people say. Mm-hmm. And um, then I stopped doing it for like a good five years, but I kept writing. And then my uh, girlfriend at the time was just like dude, this is just too weird. Like you just sit here and write, but you don't go out like, or or either do this or don't do this, but it's, it's getting too weird, you know? And, uh, she told me that her dad was taking a class, a comedy class. And I was like, I was like, maybe, maybe that's what I need. And then from then out, the class, like really just, inspired me and 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 then being amongst other people that were just starting out made me feel a lot more comfortable Mm -hmm. uh then meeting people like actually meeting people and knowing people's names because it's you know in comedy everyone is so fucking weird and awkward and 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 socially just strange they're just all a bunch of weird bizarre people so it's it's hard to walk up to someone and try to introduce your to yourself to you know, a guy who's not used to that. And it's uh-huh. just weird. But um, so after that, I started um, started going out pretty 
about three, four times a week. And then I just started being more persistent with it. And then I just started meeting everybody. And that was a, a big thing is just getting to know people and feeling comfortable. So it made it so much easier to, to go up on stage and, mm. you know, not have to feel so alone and isolated up there. So, yeah, it's amazing. I, I talked to so many Michigan comics and it's amazing the scene and it's all throughout the state. It's like every, every um, little town like Lansing and uh, Grand Rapids and um, what's one with all the breweries? Um, oh, geez. Went, went there all the time. I, I did an open mic there. Anyway, there's just every, every, every um, town has its own scene. And yet, even though they're spaced so far apart, everybody from each scene knows everybody in the other scene. And, and it's, I mean, it's produced so many good comics. I, I mean, there's, uh, uh, Jeff was one of my, uh, is one of my buddies, and I know that he did quite well uh, in his years in comedy. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's amazing how many com comics Michigan turns out. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is really amazing. That's, and that's bigger than I ever remember now. Um, I remember back before when I would just go out and, and, uh, when I, when I wasn't, um, when I had like kind of still had that fear, I would go to open mics, but I would just like go to watch. And I remember there would be really, really short shows because there was only about five, six, maybe 10 people that mm -hmm. I would consistently see and now you know we we you can go like on a mic like tonight on a monday night you can have 85 people mm -hmm. go and yeah. it's it's saying that there's that many people now it just seems like there's so so many more people now than there than there ever has been mm -hmm. i don't have but what uh what comedians being a music lover, you had to have been somewhat of a comedy lover before you started. What comedians were the ones that really uh, kind of inspired you to uh, do it and inspired your the way you are? Ah, uh, well, you know, obviously, you know the the bigger ones: Richard Pryor, um, Sam Kinison. I'm a big Sam Kinison fan. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, you know, Eddie Murphy, like a dice, like I grew up with all of their mm. cassette tapes, um, you know, and uh, yeah, those are those are kind of like, you know, the the bigger names for me. So. What's a particular act? I, so I, I've never seen I always stalk my comedians before I have them on. I've never seen what you do. So what what do you like on stage? What do you do? Um, you know, I talk a lot just about stuff that's going on in my life. Uh, -huh. uh see, I, I guess I'm what you would call a storyteller. Uh -huh. Um, so, and I've, I've got a lot of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, I, 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 I talk about, you know, the people, the crazy people in my family and the crazy people that I hang out with still, um, just a yeah, almost everything that I that I talk about on stage has something to do with how how uh, fucked up my life had become. Uh -huh. uh, 
and uh and 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 is it is still now but uh <laughs> it, there's there's really there's no way of shaking that i just have come to the the fact that it's just always going to be like that and i just can't let it uh let it bother me uh -huh. too much um but are we friends on um are we friends on facebook because I, I don't remember if I, we are or not i don't think so i think and I don't even know how we connected on Instagram. I and I never know. I, yeah. I I'm 57. I don't. I, it, none of that stuff computes for me anymore. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, I if you were to Facebook me, uh, I I posted a seven minute um clip. So if there if, cool. if that's something be interested and you could go it's 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 not it hasn't even been that long ago maybe like two weeks ago so it's probably like my fourth or fifth post down uh -huh. but yeah because you know a lot of people kept asking about it you know people that i grew up with or people like that that aren't in the comedy scene it's like it, it must be really weird for them because they hear you always saying oh i'm a comedian mm -hmm. but then it's like where are you performing? And then when you tell them where you're performing, they don't come out to see oh, you. Never. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like how, like, if you were in a band, you know, like yeah. people go, yeah, I'll catch you next time. Or oh, I was working or something. But um, so finally, you know, I guess it took maybe the right person to be like questioning, like, well, how come you don't post anything? Like, what is going on with that? And then it made me really think, like, yeah, what? what is going on? Why don't I, how come we don't do that? Like, how come, even though, even though we're like low level, you know, schlubs, it's still, we should be posting something because it just seems awkward to be like, well, you could tell, you could tell someone that you could tell anybody that you're a comedian, but are you like, what do you have to show? Yeah. I don't know. It kind of started to bug me for a minute. So I was like, you know what? I'm for better or for worse. I'm just going to post this clip and that should be enough to at least satisfy people. And then they can see what it is. Cause obviously they're not coming out to my shows anyways. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's what prompted me to pop the, to pop that, um, that clip up there. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, a, <laughs> that's kind of a double edged sword because the, the problem is, is they see your clip and they like it. And then if they come to your show and you do any of the same jokes, they're like, well, I already saw that. And they don't understand that comedians can't come up with a new seven minutes every single time they come up on stage. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It, uh, yeah, I don't even really know how to, like, respond to that, you know. Just it, 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 it is kind of a, 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 a double-edged sword in that respect. I don't know. For all I know, a lot of the people that seen that clip probably, probably don't even like it anyway. So they were expecting something different or, you know, and it just, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I like to, um, and I like to put my stuff. I, I just, nor sometimes I put it on Facebook, but mostly I put it on YouTube and, if I like it, I'll share it. Um, if I don't like it, I'll just make it private so that I can go back and look at it and see how bad I sucked and, uh, <laughs> and remember not to do that anymore. I, I've got this one clip, and I, I forgot to make it private, and um, there's this camera 
that I like to use. It's a Zoom Q something something to record my sets because it has really good audio and it's got okay video. So it's good enough for a submission. And I um, went and um, I recorded like three years ago. I recorded a 15-minute set on that. And um, I saw that camera, a new version, a 4K version come up for sale. So I posted in a couple groups, hey, this camera is pretty good for doing comedy sets. And then I posted, without even looking at it, I posted that set saying, I use a camera for this set. And then I watched that set, and I'm like, oh, God, that's like the worst set I have ever done in my life. And, <laughs> and everybody's looking at it now. So I got I to gotta make that one private. It's bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's... Are you uh, are you on like the Michigan Comedy Network? I'm on uh, I'm on a Michigan thing. Um, I don't remember which one it is. Is it Comedians of Michigan? It should be like MCN. I think is what is what they call I it. I think so. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's our bigger one. That's like the the, the first one I joined. That's yep. usually where I see MCN. Oh. Yep. And, All right, cool. And because the stupid algorithm, um, I don't see a whole lot of posts from it. And I moved. I'm. I just moved to Huntsville, so I'm. I, I can't come to Michigan anymore, <laughs> unless oh. unless I get very famous. So, so and, and that's not going to oh, happen. Uh, say what? Huntsville, Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. We just. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's been a. Um, it's been an arduous journey. We decided we were going to move down here because my son lives down here and um i was done with snow and all that kind of stuff so i started feeling around for jobs i told my wife i said i'm probably not marketable nobody nobody wants an old uh grizzled old sales guy and it turns out people wanted a grizzled old sales guy so i got a job right away and i lived down here for two months with uh in my son's guest room living out of suitcases, and we lived out of suitcases when my wife moved down in a shitty Airbnb, and now we're in an apartment because we couldn't find a house. So that's that's my story. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, how is it, have you gone out, and I know two months isn't a long time, but have you gone out and, and uh, checked out anything of uh, what they're uh, – what the open mic scene is like out there? Yeah, or? actually I have, and Huntsville's uh, getting a pretty, they've built a pretty nice comedy scene. You can do an open night, uh, open mic, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five nights a week um, at five oh, different venues. And then there's another venue, it's the, the actual comedy club does it once a month uh, on whatever day they feel like doing it. So yeah, so yeah, there's ample opportunity and... Um, the first one I did was uh, called the Salty Nut. It was a brewery, and uh, I don't think that the host was expecting much. And I, of course, came out with all my good stuff, and <laughs> so I could mark my territory. <laughs> and uh, he's he he was like. Oh well, this guy's actually been doing this a while. He know he knows what he's doing instead of a, a first timer. So yeah, so I've I've uh, made a, quite a few connections. So it's it's really nice down here, actually. Cool. Yeah, 
I, 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 and I also, um, I'm talking about me too much, but uh, I also uh, changed up my writing style because when I was up north, I always had to write everything out and have it absolutely perfect before I'd say it on stage, and then I'd still fuck it up when I got it on stage. So I figured now um, I just go up with premises. So I just I put, write my premise down. I go up and I work it out, and then I work it out again until it finally gets right, and then I then I have a joke. I don't write anything down but the premise now. Yeah, that's actually a really good uh, good way of going about it. Instead of yeah having to write out two pages of material and read every single word yeah. exactly. Yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I, it worked when we were when we were way younger into into it, but now it's just uh, it, it, there's something about it that just has a, a more natural and organic feel to it when you just go up with a pr the presence or a premise and then riff on that. Yeah, you know? and it's good to have enough material that when you know that premise just falls flat, that you can just bring out one of your good ones and. Uh, bookend the shitty stuff with the good stuff and then uh, then know what to do with it afterwards. <laughs> I, I, no, you're right. Yeah. So how did you get hooked up uh, at Ridley's? Um, you know, funny thing is uh, I took the class mm -hmm. and then I had, I had, you know how all clubs have like, you know, everybody's headshots all over the wall. Yeah. So I had uh, an old headshot from, uh, from, from uh, an old acting headshot, and I had blown it up to the size of one of those, and then I snuck it in there amongst all of the other people, <laughs> and I just, I just wrote some stupid shit like "I'll see you in 2019" or whatever, and then uh. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was thinking, man. But uh, so then I found out that they were hiring and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and see what's going on with this. Cause I was looking to transition out of my job because the job that I was at, they, they were really pushing for me to travel. And I was working like 14, 16 hours a day, like six days a week. It was, and I was getting way too old for it, man. So mm -hmm. I needed something else that wasn't going to kill me mm -hmm. and um so once i seen that they were hiring actually i called up there like come down right now and we'll talk and so i went down there and and then i even asked them i was like hey did you happen to see like someone slip a headshot and they're like oh yeah we know all about that like <laughs> they're like we took that down immediately and threw it away i was like okay. <laughs> all right I was like, "Are you so? What are we doing? Are, uh, did you bring me in here to make fun of me or something?" <laughs> they were just like, "No, we actually will hire you and shit, but like, don't ever do some stupid shit like that again." <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I've been with them ever since. They're, you know, clearly they're a comedy place, so they're they're used to all types of screwball behavior. Yeah. Now you, uh, I see that you uh, MC a lot of stuff. Is that is that kind of your your gig there, or do you produce uh, shows, or what? What all do you do? Uh, well, <clears throat> right now I'm just we just filmed our first episode for a uh, for a show, a talk show. It's like a talk adventure show, where what I do is I we start out at 
Ridley's and I'll have them come out. I'll introduce them. And then we smash cut to us being out somewhere, just doing all types of goofy, stupid shit. Like I took my friend last week, we went to Cedar point to ride roller coasters and do the interview <laughs> on the roller coasters. And, um, then we're going to, so then what we do is we, I, you know, film us while we're out. And then when we come back, we kind of like shoot it in reverse is, is what we do. So mm. we actually just go out and have a good day. And then how we figured we're going to do it is we'll come in uh, during the day on like a Thursday is the day they gave me to do it. And then we shoot the show, basically me introducing them and me ending the show and everything else is just in between. Mm. So it's just like, sitting at a table talking about, Oh, so what should we do today? And then we head out and do something. So, um, the next guest, uh, we're going to be in a rage room <laughs> where, uh, where you go and just, you know, destroy everything. Just fuck so, shit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, we happened, uh, <clears throat> I want to make sure that we have three episodes done before we go ahead and launch it. So we haven't even, um, so I still, yeah, two more episodes to do. Uh -huh. uh, hopefully we can film one of them early next week and then the other one, mm, hopefully the following. Hopefully we can be done before, you know, September 1st so we can launch it like really, really, you know, really early in September. Mm -hmm. But so that's the only show right now that I'm doing. Um, as far as like hosting at Ridley's, like, I'll take any opportunity that they give me, but I'm not like a, like a permanent host there or okay. anything like that. I wish, it, I wish it was like that, but, um, uh, I've had pretty much, I've been having like a pretty slow last few months because I've just had a, like a lot of personal and family problems that have been happening. Plus mm -hmm. I have to move. And then I had to move my mother in cause my, my father had passed away. So he had a lot going on mm -hmm. and I haven't been able to really, like, really hit, hit it up as hard as I want to. So I'm hoping that things are going to kind of slow down in September, you know, after I get my mom settled, I had to re pretty much rebuild her house for her. Mm. And, um, and I'm still looking for a place that I, for me to move to. And, uh, yeah, so it's just been pretty hectic, man. But, um, yeah, um, outside of that, um, the only other shows, like I was, producing a show at laugh tracks that was uh, at least a couple years ago and then we were doing a pretty successful podcast that we had for a minute called sitting down with stand-ups but then that ended up uh the guy who originated it he ended up coming down with uh, stomach cancer and passed away with then just like a few months it, it all happened so quickly and then the uh the show just kind of kind of ended man it was it was yeah. really it was, it was hard but um yeah no one i i think we just kind of wanted to lay it all to rest because you know he was the main guy and right. how do you move on from there but we had some we had some pretty cool guys in there we had you know ian bag was one of our guests josh mm -hmm. blue um it was it was it was cool man we were we were we were getting it we were we were having some pretty cool guests uh during the pandemic which was which made finding which made getting the talent there a lot easier mm. because no one was doing anything and everybody was like, Oh, sure. I'll guess I'll do your podcast. I have literally nothing else to do. So yeah. it kind of worked in our favor a little bit. So. Yeah. I got a few that way too. And now it's, uh, it's getting a little bit more difficult, but, uh, 
round two is uh, starting to shut things down again now, too. So we'll see what happens. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, hear that. I uh, Kalamazoo. That was the other city. The, the, okay. The other oh, city yeah. Too. yeah. Yeah. They've, they've got a pretty decent scene going on there, too. Um, I want to I want to talk a little bit more about this video thing, this series you got going on, because that sounds really interesting. I do a talk show myself that's really weird, um, and it's all, we're not together, it's all video, um, it's all like through Restream, but um, I do that, and um, uh, what you're doing sounds... Uh, pretty unusual and unique so when you when you do this that there's I, I mean there's a lot to f put together as far as the film itself because you're going starting in a place and going to different places and stuff like that are you the one that's cutting up all that video and stuff oh no okay you, you how hard I was barely being able to get this together. We ended up in a Buddhist temple, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have a very responsible uh, guy who, who's taking care of that. And uh, another, I think we're going to end up having like a, a team of at least three people that are going to um, be doing this for us. So that are all going to be being paid. Um, but yeah, we would need to, I would never be able to pull something like this off by myself. Yeah. You know, I've, I can do the interview and I can I can uh, pay for us to go out and have a day. But when it comes down to putting all of that together, um, yeah, I am not the guy. Um, and we're also we're trying to do this where our episodes are, you know, seven, eight, nine minutes long, something very, very short. So we're trying to pack as much in as possible. So it's yeah. nice and fast moving where people can it keeps people's attention, yeah. but then the episode ends and we can get through more because, um, yeah, it's just, it's just proven that, you know, people, uh, you know, if you're just, if you, if you're not doing something in between, then, well, yeah, man, you know, it's just what it is. So I figured, Hey, why don't, you know, we fucking go out and, and do something while I ask you questions. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've got some, um, all types of, let me see, what are some, uh, I've got paddle bars, volunteer at an old folks home, uh, a mechanical bowl, like these uh -huh. are some of the, some of the things that we're going to be having some of the guests do. So <laughs> yeah, it should, be, it should be cool, man. I'm just, uh, I've got a, I definitely got to start getting this moving a little quickly because well, you know, winter. So um, there's not going to be too much to do in winter. So yeah, I'll... yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing that because that sounds like a really unique uh, thing. And and the short episode thing, I like I like the idea of that because when yeah. it's um, this attention spans. I mean, you just need you, you just need to wrap it up and make it quick. And you know, my wife and I at night we we watch these quick little videos uh to pass the time instead of watching tv sometimes and it, it's really nice to have something that's you know less than 15 minutes long and watch that and laugh a little bit before you go to bed so that's cool right 
yeah, just real quick, get, get right to it. You know, not even, uh, you know, I'm trying to even limit, you know, a lot of the questions and just get right to the, get right to the action of it. So, um, yeah, it should be cool, man. How this, how it all comes along. I'm kind of nervous about it. I, uh, I went in a little bit, uh, a little bit gun ho on this and uh so yeah i'm 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 as curious as you to see how this is this is all going to come together yeah. you know so sounds cool now you mentioned uh at the beginning of this that you're also a playwright can you expand on that a little bit uh yeah during uh it was right before the pandemic kit um I had an idea of um, I was going to try to write a film is what I was going to try to do. And then something got me thinking, well, why don't I write a play? Cause I had been in uh, like drama classes since fucking elementary school up until college. Um, and, I, and I always thought it would be cool to write and and produce like a full like a live action play. Mm -hmm. So I did. I wrote a play called The uh, Naked Homicides of Robin Coswell, and I had uh, I had it was going to be really cool. I had a guy who was going to be doing live piano like organ playing. He was a, he worked at a funeral. His family owned a funeral home, so he had like the family funeral organ, and he played it. So I was like, dude. We'll have you over to the left. You'll be playing that while we do the show, you know, live. And then one of uh, one of the people got really sick, and then another person dropped off. And then uh, it kind of then it brought me down to seven weeks for uh, rehearsal for dress rehearsals, and I had to hire two brand new cast members, and that kind of postponed things. And then covid hit and then everything just got put on hold mm -hmm. so i ended up having to get like my my deposit back from the uh from the venue and yeah then things just got really really bad for everybody and i was like well you know it's i talked to the main person who i wrote the play around and uh he's still very much into it um but yeah, I would have to cast two people and then try to get it back up and running. I would, I would love to see this actually happen because it's, it's a real bummer when you have like lobby cards made up and you have a date and everything set and then everything goes to shit and there's nothing to do about it. So it was really, it was pretty heartbreaking. But I was like, you know, it doesn't mean that it's never gonna happen. It just isn't gonna happen now. <laughs> so yeah, I. You know, it's funny. I I really looked at the the pandemic as it didn't hurt anybody more than artistic types. Yeah, because it just it not only took away money, but it took away what they needed for their outlet, and and that is, you know, okay, we know. We know as comedians we're fucked up. We just we we just know that. And everyone you meet, no matter who they are, they're they're fucked up somewhere. There's something wrong with them. And uh, and if you don't have that outlet, then you just become super fucked up. And it makes it 
it makes life just miserable. And I know, you know, I had several friends that, you know, I just had to talk down off a cliff sometimes because they couldn't go out and do their thing. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely uh, horrible for, yeah, all the creative types, man. Um, yeah, and also that, that, um, that didn't help with my substance and alcohol abuse problems either. <laughs> no. That <laughs> turned everything on its ear until I finally had to go and join a program, two yeah. programs, and to get things under control but yeah that was just a uh, old oh man with uh without being able to do what you love to do and then having that you have to stay home oh god yeah that was bad man yeah and uh the the thing is is uh two programs at least you're getting some material <laughs> yeah yeah there was no shortage of material in the in the in those um in in the program man yeah. <laughs> uh, some of it's just so some of it's so sad that i I've, I've actually talked about some of it on stage and and people are just like oh that's that's not funny and i'm like well you don't understand it really actually is but <laughs> i guess you would have to um you would have to know a little something about that in order to find the funny in it so yeah but to other people just like this is just horrible and dark and like over dark so yeah 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 it's it's it is hard to make your own tragedy palatable and and it very few people can do it yeah it's it's definitely definitely a tough one well i'm uh i'm starting to run out of steam because you're my second interview and I worked all day, but uh, um, I um, I'm interested enough in this video thing that and the fact that you wrote a play that I'm definitely going to look you up on Facebook because uh, I think uh, uh, first off I think you'd be a great guest on my talk show if you could ever get your restream to work because that's what I use. <laughs> but uh, um, the the um, uh, you seem like uh, just because you're younger than me, but you like some of the same stuff. So uh, I think we could uh, maybe collaborate on something because uh, I've got a few things in my head too. Um, absolutely, man. Definitely. Um, yeah. And I will keep you posted on uh, how the show is coming together. Um, yeah. It shouldn't be too much, too much longer. Like I said, I really hope that we can have this ready to launch for September, like early September. Um, Cause yeah, it's just, I'm really itching to like, get this, get this moving. So yeah. I think you, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, it was nice getting to know you, um, via this, um, totally messed up, uh, chat situation. Uh, and I, maybe we'll figure it out one day, but, uh, I, I, I certainly couldn't get it figured out. <laughs> Yeah. Something, so, something's up, and uh, it it may be. Um, you you said you hadn't uh, used your computer for a while, so it may be update stuff that uh, that uh, needs to catch up. Yeah, there it was prompting me to set a time for all to have it restarted and stuff. So I'm gonna have that restarted tonight, and if I'm still having a problem, I'll just bring it into Geek Squad and have them look into yeah. it. It's 
I don't know. I barely use this thing, so it should. I, I don't understand what could be going wrong with it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? But uh, it was nice meeting you. And I'm glad we hooked up, and I, I'm glad I found you on Instagram. However, I did. I don't know. I I don't know. It just it just happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's nice to meet you too, Scott. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. I'll uh, I'll talk to you. Yep. And uh, I'll let you know when this episode comes out. Um, I've, I'm stacking a few up because I've been on hiatus for a while because I okay. had no internet for a while. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll um, let you know when this comes out and uh, the audio version. Um, and uh, let's, uh, let's get together. I want to talk to you more. Cool. Sounds okay. great. All right. Thanks a lot, Steve. Have a good one. All right, man. Bye. Bye-bye. Adios.